Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Encourage, Motivate, Inspire. Today, I am welcoming guest Alicia Sayak, and we are going to be talking a little bit more about vision and purpose. But we're going to have Alicia introduce herself. She's the CEO of Fit Alpha Females. She is a total boss babe, really killing it in the space. And I think everyone's going to be super excited to hear more of her story. But Alicia, go for it. Hi, everyone. My name is Alicia Sayak. Uh, I'm currently 22 years old. I'm from a small town in Minnesota, um, Glendon. And so basically, I have been, I would say, in business for like quite a while now, even though I am 22 years old. I've known that I wanted to have my own business and like do like fitness coaching specifically ever since I was 16 years old, um, which I can definitely kind of dive into. But Currently, I have uh, two people on my fitness coaching team, and yeah, overall, I mean, I love everything that I do every single day. Um, I'm super blessed just to be able to, I mean, obviously, from our name, Fit Alpha Females, we help majority of women, um, and for me, it was always about going much deeper into not just fitness coaching, but helping every single female show up as the Fit Alpha Female in their life. Um, whether that be their career, finances, relationships. And so we dive super deep into every single one of those aspects with their clients, because for me, that was how I started showing up as the Philadelphia female in my life. And so we also help our clients do that as well. Um, and so originally, like I said, I, I got into fitness myself when I was 16 years old. Uh, I actually got into it from a sports related injury. I like partially tore my hamstring on my, on my right leg. And then shortly after I ended up injuring my uh, other hamstring on my left leg. And at the time I was like, I was super devastated being like 16 years old sports are like, you're everything, right? It's something that I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to college for, and I'm going to be a cheerleader on the NBA basketball team. And like, you just, you just watch dad, I'm going to do it. Um, And then this stuff happened. And I remember like sitting in the doctor's office, And him being like, yeah, so you basically have like two routes. You can just keep tearing it like you have been doing and wait until it fully rips off the bone and have surgery or you can quit dance. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll wait till it rips. My parents were like, no, like you're, you're completely dumb. You know, you're, you're done with dance Uh and everything. So for me, that was at the time, like a really big identity shift. Mm -hmm. Um, That was everything to me. Like I got on varsity team when I was freshman year, I was co-captain. I loved it. It was everything I put my, you know, I put my everything into that and then it was taken away. And I remember I tried track. Um, I was kind of big into basketball too, but like, I just wasn't able to do anything with my hamstrings at the time. So I just, all sports and everything was kind of like out of the question and I just felt super lost. And that's when like my anxiety started getting really bad. Um, I remember I just had a lot of personal stuff going on too as well. And I remember like sitting in uh, therapy with my counselor at the time. And she was like, yeah, you know, like exercise and like good diet is really good for mental health. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I was also like really scared at the time of gaining like the freshman 15 early in high school. And so I was like, okay, I need to start working out and make sure that, you know, I don't gain a bunch of weight. And that's how I started working out like every day at home. Um, And I I loved it. I I would work out for like two hours, which is not healthy at all. But I, I loved it so much that I was teaching myself different things. Um, And then I eventually got like a personal trainer at a gym to like teach me how to squat, bench press, all that stuff. And 
that coach completely changed my life. And I knew right then and there, I was like, I always knew I wanted to have my own business and do my own thing. But then I knew that I was like, it's, it's with fitness, you know? Cause I was like, I don't know what type of business I want. I don't know what area I want to do. And once I found fitness and I saw the way that it changed my life, my mental health and everything, I was like, I want to help, you know, other women do that, especially too, as well. Oh, it's just, it's so crazy. And for those who have uh, been with me for a while and know my backstory too, when um, I came across your information on social media, thanks, you know, plug, shout out to NCI. uh, (laughs) I literally was like, I have to talk to this girl because our stories are so freaking similar. Um, And I won't go into the long version of mine, but same thing. Sports were my life. I tried every sport, girls and boys, or, you know, men's and women's just figure out what I wanted. I've always been super adventurous, but I know that's where my heart was. Um, I had been really big into swimming and volleyball and soccer, uh, senior year of high school. I just said F it and played on the men's varsity football team as a kicker. Like I was just awesome. all about everything, like total female empowerment. Like we're just going to rock the world. Um, definitely was pushing to play sports in college. I was like, if I don't get an athletic scholarship, I don't know what the hell I'm doing academically. I'm like mediocre. Like I get good grades, but I suck at taking tests. Like I just had yes. it all mapped out. Yeah. had it all mapped out and just out of nowhere. Um, I just had been lifting with someone one night. It was dry land practice. I didn't have swimming that night. So I was just like, all right, like I'm still going to get my workout in. Um, I've been lifting weights since, you know, high school too. even middle school, they had us doing some stuff. So that was awesome. Um, and the next morning I just woke up and I, like my arms were hurting. I couldn't straighten my arms all the way. And fast forward a couple more days, my arms were stuck at 90 degree angles. I still refer to them as my T-Rex arms, um, ended up <laughs> for everyone who's wondering the background noise, Moose is hanging out with us this morning. So please ignore that, but I'm just going to address it right quick. Um, <laughs> But yeah, T-Rex arms. And I was just like, what the hell? And we ended up going to the hospital because it got so bad and the pain was so severe. And they did um, some blood tests and not everyone's familiar with this, but the CK enzyme, it's a protein in the blood, um, supposed to be filtered out by the liver and the kidneys. And for what was happening specifically, elevation starts around 500. Um, and then really serious stuff is in like maybe almost a thousand. I was at 35 thousand counts, um, which is completely unheard of. Um, definitely probably should have had kidney failure. My body should have shut down somehow. I'm still here. Um, which is a blessing. I always tell people, I feel like a cat with nine lives, but I was then diagnosed with a musculoskeletal disorder, um, which, you know, affects the skeletal muscles. I have all these issues and it makes, uh, it makes me really prone to rhabdo. Um, which again is basically a breakdown of the muscle tissue. Not everyone has signs and symptoms, but it is very severe. Some of the Olympic athletes have had it, but it's still not something that's commonly talked about. So here I am little, you know, high schooler at a random school in the middle of BFE in Illinois with these unheard of levels. And, you know, then you have like Olympic athletes who are well-known and it's rare for them. So I was just like, you know, like what the heck there wasn't a lot known about it at the time, but to make a long story short, they're like, competing in sports at this level is too dangerous. Um, you can't train at this level. You need to stop playing sports. And I was just like, that's not an option for me. Like my whole life is sports. My whole future is sports. And I went through that identity crisis, the depression and anxiety was real. I felt so lost. I didn't even know if I wanted to go to college if it wasn't for sports. Um, 
ended up gaining that like freshman 15 before high school or before college because like swimming works every muscle in your body. I was lean, I was strong and, you know, put on some weight when I was playing soccer, um, put on some weight when I was playing football, just from like lifting and everything. And I just was mentally shot, but I also had that entrepreneurial drive. And I knew one day I was going to make this make sense. I was going to be able to figure stuff out for myself, but also for others. So, like I said, when I just like heard you speak and the little bit that I saw, I was just like, holy fucking shit. We're so similar. Yeah. Cause I basically got into it. And like, I also was really into public speaking in high school. I was in speech yeah. for five years yeah. um, and I ended up getting a scholarship <laughs> to college and everything too for it, which was cool. Um, and for me at the time, I, I ended up going to college for exercise science and um, dietetics. And before that too, right when I was 18, I got like my certification, online certification for training and coaching. Uh, so I was already working at a gym and like managing it and everything too as well. But long story short, um, like when started college and everything like that, got a really good experience. Um, I thought I wanted to, you know, become like a dietitian with it, but with the classes that I took and like, in my personal opinion, it seemed like it was a lot more about like working in hospitals and like, um, not really like the direction I wanted to take with nutrition. And I found that I could really, the way that I wanted to help people, I could easily do by being a nutritionist. And so then I ended up dropping dietetics and just going like full into exercise science. Um, and so biggest thing here though, like disclaimer, like before I go into it, like I never want to put down like education or anything. Um, I think college is super important, but for me, I just got to a point where um, I really wanted to just go off and try things on my own. And I knew I didn't need an exercise science degree to go and be a coach to people too as well. So that was a big moment for me. It was definitely something that I was super scared to do. I stayed in college for a year and one semester. And then um, I remember just meeting with my parents and, and telling them that I completely wanted to drop out, which was scary because I felt like I was disappointing them at the time. I felt like I was just disappointing my family members. And I was really afraid of what people were going to think or do. But for me, I was just like, I need to go full force into what I want to do, which was starting my own coaching business. I knew I wanted to move out from working as a, you know, general, like personal trainer in a gym. I wanted to have my own thing and just have this bigger vision. Right. And I took some business classes in college. And for me, I just, I didn't feel like I was getting a ton of value out of them. Um, as being like, especially like a female CEO. And so I was like, I would rather go and invest into mentors who have actually started a business from ground zero rather than sit in like management classes. So that was just like my stance of where I was at. So I then, <laughs> yeah, dropped out of college. Um, and then I continued working at the gym. Um, online coaching was like kind of starting up. I think I had like close to 10 clients at the time super low rates. I think they're paying me like 180 bucks a month or something like that. Um, and then I started working, uh, like late nights at a restaurant, like as a cook. And this was like right before COVID happened. Um, and I remember like, I'll never forget that, like super early mornings and evenings as a trainer, middle of the day, when you have that random gap as a coach, a personal trainer, I worked on online stuff. And then 7 PM to midnight, I was like, working at the restaurant. I drive across the street and then go and work like an eight hour shift. And I saved up that money. And then I invested into uh, my first mentor, like shortly after that um, for six months and then got started with them. Um, 
didn't see results that I wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the unsexy part. People think nowadays we see a lot of like business mentors on Instagram. We see a lot of programs and things. And for me, I was like, oh, once I get a mentor and stuff, like I'm going to be set. Everything's going to work out. I had like no clients, no credibility, no nothing. And so for me, yep. it was like, <laughs> I did literally, and I still cringe when I say this, but I literally did before I met Jason, uh, three, I think it was, yeah, like three to four different mentorships spent close to $30,000 in mentors of my own money being 20, 21 years old by myself. And this was, this was, again, I, I never told my parents about any of this. Um, because I knew they'd be like, you're freaking crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, and for me, it was just like, I'm going to work my, you know, work my ass off, do this because I want, I need to make this work. I will make this work. And then I spent that much money and I was barely making $5,000 a month. I was making maybe 3k. And I was like, what the hell? Like, so, so frustrated. Right. And then huh? <laughs> Jan January of this past year comes around and, um, you know, I have like my highest revenue month, which was around like 5k. And I was like, Oh, I can do this on my own. Right. I don't need a mentor. And then February comes around and then, um, Dustin from MCI, like slid into my DMS. And I was just like, Oh, like screw these people. Like I'm not doing investing in a mentorship again yeah. here. Lo and behold, like I invested into mentorship again. And since then though, like, um, I will say that like this past year, like January, February was a really big, like pivotal moment for us. And like, we've grown so much from where we were at like last January, which is super, super crazy um, just to reflect and, and think about everything. But just right now, it's just like, I, I've learned a lot, but I definitely um, have to still learn even more and keep growing and evolving. But the biggest thing for me that I always like to tell people is um, you, you really have to, especially when it comes to starting a business, you have to put your everything into it especially if you're CEO of that business. Like for me, this has been by far the best year of my life, but it has been the most stressful year of my life by far. No, no questions asked. And people ask me all the time and like, especially like family and everything. And like, you know, I understand you want to do this, but you're, you're so stressed or, you know, you've, you've been like, so like high strung. Do you think it's really worth it? And for me, I'm like, I would do anything for this. Like I get like emotional saying that, like I would do anything for this. Like my business is like my freaking baby. I'm like, I will do anything for it. I'll go back and work three jobs again. Like I will not stop until we are like fucking there, which I don't think anyone thinks that they've made it as a business owner ever. Like, oh, oh, for sure. We haven't made it, yet, but we get pretty yeah. close to that goal yeah. and then we keep changing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I'm just like, I, I won't stop and I will never give up. And so that's just always the mentality that I've had. And it's really funny because I always knew as like a kid and everything. And I, people always say like, you're so lucky for knowing your passion and your purpose at such a young age. And I get that and I feel really blessed, but I also take a lot of responsibility for that. And I take it as like a spiritual way of looking at it too, that God put the vision and the purpose inside of me at yeah. such a young age, because he has a lot planned for me and I have a lot of work to do. And I have a lot of impact to create. And I take a lot of responsibility in that. And I think a lot of people know at a younger age what they want to do, or they at least have an idea of it, but they don't believe in themselves and they don't think that they're good enough. And then they look back when they're older or you just, you never know unless you go full force in. And that's exactly what I thought when I left college and completely went all in was just like, I'm never going to know 
unless I just full send and try. Yeah. You know, you can always change plans. You can always pivot. I'm really interested to see where I'll be when I'm like 35, you know, if right. I'll still be just doing fitness. I'm sure not. I'm sure I'll have other things. Maybe my business will be completely changed. Who knows? But I'm like open to the opportunity. And I know my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And that's all that matters because now I can create impact in every single season of my life. Hell yeah. No, I just, I, I relate to that so deeply, so deeply. And especially like you were saying with that whole vision, purpose, passion thing. Um, I felt the same way. Like I knew from a very, very young age that I wanted to just create community and community is officially my word for 2022. And I'm freaking amped about it. Um, but like the thing for me is like, I just like hosting people. I like people, or I like me, uh, I like making people feel heard and valued and important. I want them to know that like they are appreciated for who they are. And it just carried into what I'm doing now with fitness and nutrition, because so much of what I do is focused on the personal development and mental health that, you know, I, I'm always talking about my social media of like different band-aids that people throw on themselves instead of healing a root cause. And as much as I love fitness and nutrition, fitness and nutrition becomes a band-aid too, if we're not taking care of the inside and doing the inside work. And I just was like, all right, I'm going to find a way to carry this over. And, you know, my first business was wedding planning and it was so much fun. And I knew events really well, went to school for business. Everything's a business. I'm like, this is going to, it's just going to make sense. I was the same way. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know if this is worth it, but I felt like I had to do it. Right. There's those expectations of graduate high school, go to college, get a good job, get married, have kids, whatever, retire at 65. That's a good life. And I said, like, that's not fucking me. That's not going to be me. I'm going to do things backwards. I'm just going to follow my heart. And Mm -hmm. I've always said to that, like from a spiritual side, I'm like, I am supposed to be doing this. It's not going to be easy. I have been chosen to do this for a reason. And 2019 for me was my huge, huge year um, in the wedding planning business scaled the charging. Like, I don't know, like three times what I was charging or something insane. People were paying for it. They valued me. They wanted that. Uh, It was like a long-term goal to get to that. So getting to that within one year was just mind blowing, but I knew what I was putting out. And at the end of season, I was just, I was exhausted because you put that pressure on yourself as a business owner. Like you are in charge of your income. If you don't make shit happen, you are not making money. And when you have bills to pay and you have stuff you want to do, like it's not an option. And so the whole high, strong being stressed thing, it was the same thing. I was like, I will do anything to make this work. I don't care how long it takes. I know starting a business is not easy and it's going to take time, but I will do whatever I have to do to get it up and running as fast as possible because I know I have shit I need to get done. And it's not just like, this is rewarding, but I'm not doing it for myself. Of course, I'm fulfilling that dream because I know I could do it, but it's the impact I'm going to make on others. And that's where that whole community thing comes in. So I think everything, like not everyone gets it because, you know, and that's fine. Like not everyone wants to start a business or maybe they do and they're afraid and I try and help mentor people, but whatever it is that you want to do, you're not going to get to it by not taking action. And sometimes we just have to take that risk. And I think that's exactly what you were just saying for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, I would argue the time that I made the most change and actually started to get things really going in my business was when I went all in and I had that pressure of just like, and for me, honestly, it was, um, a lot of it was when COVID started and I literally went again from having like three jobs to nothing, right. And sitting at home. Um, and there was a problem with me getting like paid through my um, personal training thing or whatever. 
And so I wasn't getting paid through them. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know, bills are coming up, you know, essentials you have to buy every single week. And it was just like, okay, this is, you know, if anything, this is the time that I have to sit down and yeah, really commit to it. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, I mean, there's two different types of people. I feel like uh, the type of people where you really succeed under pressure. And I would say that that's, that's me. I need to have like the extra pressure skin in the game, like make or break it. That's when I really show up and like perform. And then there's other people that need to have more security and need to have more of that reassurance before it, when it comes to like taking risks and everything too, as well. I don't think either are one is better than the other, but I think once you figure out which one of those you are, then you're able to really push in the business, but you have to be to the point where you are like so fed up with everything in your life that you want to make it work, that you want to go full time into it, that you really want to, you know, get this business off the ground and running. Because if you just look at it as an idea or like so many people, you know, even with fitness coaching, want to get into fitness coaching because they see it on Instagram and everything and like, oh, we can get you to 10K in one month. I've seen a lot of like advertising for that. And so many people don't realize the actual work that you have to put in to make it work. And so oh, if it's sure. not your full on passion, if it's not your full on passion. Like if I didn't love what I, what I do, there's no way in, in heck that I would be putting all this work in every single time doing more hours than the average nine to five. Like I did like a phone call last night at like eight 30 and I was, I was st starting calls from early in the morning, like eight, 9 AM and went all the way until 8 30 PM. It's like, no way in hell would I do that if I was working for another company that I wasn't passionate about, you know? So overall, it's just like, you have to be a hundred percent full send into it or else there is like no way in heck that it's ever going to work. Or it's just going to be this cute little side hustle thing that you can say you kind of do, but you're, you're not fully committed to. Right. And you really do have to fully commit, you know, you just had a great point of like, it's, you just, I don't know, you just have to do it. And I know that everyone's like tired of hearing, like, I just need to take action or I just need to do it, but nothing freaking changes if nothing changes. And if you don't take action, like you can hire a coach, you can do all these mentorship programs. You can work mm -hmm. with a fitness and nutrition coach. We can give you everything yep. you need. Here's the framework. This is going to work. It is proven that this will work. But if you're not eating the way that you need to be eating, if you're not training the way you need to be training or on our side as entrepreneurs, like if we are not doing the boring work, as Jason talks about, if we are not, you know, doing what has to be done, working, you know, wonky hours and just putting in the time, like we're just going to stop and think like, why isn't this happening to me versus as Jason said at the recent event, like, why not me? Um, Yep. There's just yep. so much that we can do, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to have that, that personal belief, because if you're just putting it out there, like I'm going to do this, or I want to do this, but you're not full, like full send, like <laughs> this is what's going to happen. And I would have freaking make it happen no matter what, um, you hinder yourself. And then people get so discouraged when they don't see results, but they're not, you know, committing to the process They're not being consistent and you can have that drive, but it needs to have intent. So you can be amped yeah. up. You don't yeah. have intent in direction. Even if you feel lost at some time, like I made a post about this yesterday, like, you know, um, like you could be distracted, you can feel lost. You could get to that point where you lack direction, but it's up to you to reach that breakthrough and you have the power to do it, but you have yeah. to just go for it. And also just like, I made a different post too, of like that risk that, you know, you need to take is going to change your life. 
And I fully feel that by taking that risk. And I was 23 when I graduated college. Um, I think, I don't know math and I don't remember because it was so long ago, but literally like if you no, I was 22, never mind. If I don't do it, I'm going to regret it. And being fresh out of college, I, the full-time job that I thought I was going to have fell through. So I literally had no job. Uh, we moved where we moved to for my fiance's job. And there was not anything here that like spoke to me. And he straight up said, he's like, I don't want you taking a job just to take a job, which was like amazing. Cause we've been dating. I don't know, maybe like three years at that point, we were getting our first apartment together. Like he didn't owe me anything. And he was, and I didn't know, like, it was just like, we're just doing this and we're doing it backwards and it's fine. And he was just like, I just don't want you taking a job, take a job. Um, so I had all this time. I I was like, there's no better time to do this. I don't care if I'm broke. I don't know how the frick I'm going to fund it. Like I'm going to figure it out. That's exactly what happened. And if I didn't use that time, I don't know where I'd be right now. And like, to your point, like, can't wait to see where I'm at, you know, 30, 35, um, and just kind of seeing things come together and knowing that that gratification that we want doesn't necessarily come right away, but we have those measurable milestones and have something to be grateful no matter what. Um, so those who are listening, who aren't coaches, who aren't entrepreneurs, but really are here for that fitness and nutrition space in that community, the same thing goes for you. You know, you know, you need to start something. You have to do it because if you don't, you set yourself back further, you're further in your head. It's going to be even harder to get started. You're comparing yourself to everyone else's journey, but we all have that story and we all have that first step. You just have to be willing to take it. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest keys, which you brought up for your word was um, community. And I know for me, that has been absolutely everything, even starting like from my fitness side, like community for me was, you know, hiring the personal trainer at the gym and seeing the same people at the gym and everyone always being nice and welcoming me where I felt so scared as a 16 year old girl to go upstairs in the gym where it was full of male (laughs) lifters and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then now for, for business, um, you know, not really anyone in my family has started their own business, especially online because it's super new the past, you know, five, 10 years or so. Um, And so for me, it was, I didn't really have anyone in my close family who had done that. Uh, And I didn't have anyone in my friends who had really done it either. And I just got, um, my family's always been super, super supportive, but just from external and like college and, you know, teachers and, you know, quote unquote friends, I remember telling them and, you know, what I was going to do and them just being like, oh, like, do you realize that majority of businesses fail within the first five years? And I remember someone asked me, like, why do you think you're going to make it? And I looked at them like dead in the freaking face. And I'm like, because I'm going to work. I'm going to work like three times as much as everyone else. Hell yeah. And I'm going to work just as hard as everyone else combined. And I always think back to that because I think in the beginning, another reason why people end up starting and stopping when it comes to both fitness and business is because their community and environment is toxic. And for a lot of people, and I know for my clients, I'm sure yours are the same to where they're like, oh, my husband's such a bad influence or like, oh, like my, you know, even if if it's joking, you know, you know, toxic in the funny way to where like my husband brings home chocolate or, you know, my grandma, you know, does this or this or says this and this about my body and this, you know, or I have friends that self-sabotage and like us women, like we go through it all through our journey. And so, and then on the business standpoint, it's like, you get a lot of pushback in the beginning, which at the same time, like in my defense, it's like, 
I had no clients. I've never done it before. Um, I didn't have any experience in business. It was like, why would they believe in me? You know, majority yep. of businesses do fail. Why are they going to sit there and be like, yeah, like you're going to succeed. You're going to go. And like, we always knew it, you know? Um, so I, I, I've given people no reason to actually sit there and believe in me. But for me, that's when you have to really take that personal responsibility and you have to have the drive because for some people, they just say, oh, you know, my environment, I can't keep up with it. Or I just don't have the support or the resources or anything. For me, I didn't have that either. But then you have to choose to go out and get it yourself. You have to choose to be your own support system. For me, it was listening to podcasts. And a, a big one for me back in, back in the day when I was like 16, 17, I was like listening to like Amanda Bucci's podcast when she was doing like FCA and like business and everything. And I listened to that like every single morning and I followed other female entrepreneurs and I, I listened to them. So then their voice was in my head every single day. And that's how I started learning. Um, and I think a lot of people forget about that. You have books, you have podcasts, you have social media. Now you can follow people that way. And so, and then for fitness, it's like, you have the, those same resources. Plus um, you have all like different coaches and mentors and people that you can always um, reach out to and work with if you're ready to make that investment in yourself too. For sure. And I think, you know, we've said this already, but it really does come down to who you surround yourself with because they're, you know, like you said, there's always going to be people who are critical, you know, they're nitpicking. They're like, why are you so freaking ambitious? Why can't you just be happy? Like with the norm. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's just always bothered me. And I'm like, I am naturally an ambitious person. I'm a freaking Capricorn. I'm a three on the Enneagram. Like I am just so freaking out there. I'm just like, not an option. It's just not an option. Like I can't be fit in a box. Like someone can put me in a box and I'm going to be bouncing around trying to figure out how to get out of the box. And I just feel like we need to be, or find people that accept us for who we are, who are very encouraging of that. And I always say like, I will put myself out there. I will be vulnerable. I'll be raw and real. I hate my fucking feelings and I don't know how to explain them. But if I can touch one life and inspire one person to be who they want to be, that is worth it for me. I will do anything to just be able to, to get that going because I always say I wanted to be the mentor I so badly needed starting out. I needed that person in high school that basically said like, it's going to be okay that you can't do sports. Like what else are you good at? And if I didn't try and dive into the personal development and figure it out for myself, maybe I still wouldn't, you know, be where I am, but it's up to us to just kind of dig deep. But then also, like you said, find those people, whether it's podcasting, whether it's social media, you know, there's again, Facebook groups that we push so much, but there's Facebook groups outside of this of like, who's in your community. Like one of um, my first friends where we live now, like I had been posting about the business on social media. I put Finley, Ohio, And literally she reached out to me on Instagram. She's like, I never do this, but just seeing yourself, like, I know we're going to be friends. Like, do you want to meet for coffee? And that's all it takes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's just, it's so encouraging too, because when you build that community, like I remember going back to my alma mater for homecoming this year and like, (laughs) I'm sure Brandon's freaking sick of it. Cause I'm always on social media, but people will come up to me and be like, Oh my God, I follow you on social media. Like, thank you for doing what you do. And it's like, who the hell, again, who the hell am I to have people do that? But it just goes back to your vision and yeah. purpose. It's like, this is why I'm doing what I do. Like, even if, you know, in the coaching space, we're always like, Oh, we have to have all the engagement. We have to have all the followers. Like we have to remember, and even as individuals who don't have a business, but put themselves out there with their passions, 
is people are still watching and you're still impacting people, even if you don't know it because they didn't double tap mm-hmm. because they didn't follow you because they didn't click on your link. That doesn't mean they didn't see it. And that doesn't mean that that didn't leave an impact. So yes. Ah, yes. like <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and like, this goes for fitness and business again, but I've had even like a lot of clients and myself experienced there this when you start your journey and you get some people who don't support you or, you know, you just don't feel the support from them. But then once they start seeing your success or how far you've come, they start asking you about how you did it. And so in the beginning, realize that you may, and this is something my clients have struggled with to where they start their weight loss journey and their friends, their best friends, just like, oh, you're just going to lose the weight and gain it all back and like say all these negative things. And I'm like, who the hell is this person? Like not even a true friend. Right. But then they start and we get them really good results or in business, you start the business and you start to really take off. And then now your friend is just like, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, what diet are you following? What does your workout routine look like? Because for them in the beginning, you were kind of hitting their own ego. They were projecting their own insecurities on you. And they're now they're like, holy crap, she's achieving it. And then they have FOMO. And now they want to ask you how you're doing it. And for me, I've had coaches where they're like, holy crap, I followed you since 2016. I've seen you since you were 16 years old. And now to see you now actually doing what you said you were going to do when you were 16, like, it's crazy. And even my mom said the other other day, she was just like, oh, like, I can't believe like you're actually doing what you said you're going to do. I was like, I was scared when I was 16. But yeah. And so just realize that in the beginning, um, you get a lot of like, you can get a lot of pushback, a lot of judgment, um, a lot of people who are saying crap behind your back, especially if you're in a small town, but just realize you need to just keep to yourself and not fall into, you know, listening to the outside noise, focus on yourself. Don't get caught up in the drama either. I think that's another big thing that holds people back is just the judgment of what other people are going to say, think, do. For me, I remember I was like still trying to start up coaching and have it be successful and people knew that and then I was still working other jobs and I remember at the time I kind of felt like embarrassed for that you know I felt like oh this is kind of embarrassing like me working this job is showing that I'm not really that successful and they're gonna think that like I'm a joke or this or that Um, but at the time looking back now it's just like no it's showing if anything that I'm gonna work that I was working my ass off to make my business work that I was willing to go and work extra hours on top of getting my coaching business up and running with that. And so at the end of the day, especially I think if you're, eh, I was going to say younger, but I think it's something that people even middle-aged or older, it can be harder because if you come from working a high level corporate job and you go into wanting to start a business or something, people are like, whoa, why did you leave your secure job or do this or that? And so you have to be really strong and confident in yourself. And I think if, especially if you have a spouse or a friend who can support you too, that's awesome as well. Um, for me, it was having that mentor. And now even just having uh, Jason has been everything for me too, because he's been through so much shit in his journey. He's been super broke. He's made mistakes. And so having that and hearing other people in your community and their struggles can help remind you that you aren't just struggling and alone with this. Because for me, it was like, oh, I didn't hit this milestone because I'm not good enough. Or, you know, a small town girl with you know, no rich, you know, super rich family or like big business to come from, like, who am I to go and start this? Like, why would I actually make it? So having community 
is everything with this because for me, I know for a fact, like I wouldn't be anywhere in fitness or in business if I didn't have the community to support me, to keep me going. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And it's spot on. And like one last thing that I'll kind of leave people with to think about, and I say this a lot too, is the people who matter don't mind and the people who mind don't matter. So if people are going to walk into your life and they are going to criticize you and they're just going to be in the background and like, I, I don't know if it's a toxic trait or not. Cause Brandon will say it's a toxic trait, but the, the moment someone like projects their negative energy on me, or I feel like they just don't understand, or they do me wrong or whatever that is. Like I am very quick to push people away. Um, because I'm like, I, I can't have this in my space. It's not helping me. And I want to, to grow and we're always learning and growing. And another thing I say is, um, you know, if we're not learning, we're not growing. And if we're not growing, what's the point of this anyway? And growth does come from community and who, like you said, who you surround yourself with. And there will be people who are doubters. There will be people who, again, will just criticize and project their own insecurities, as you know, you said, and you just have to take that with a grain of salt because, you know, you're not going to be liked by everyone. And I'm the type of person that I want to be liked by everyone because I want to make an impact on their life. But you just have to know, like, not everyone's going to support you. Not everyone's going to like you, but you can't let that get to you because that's just going to hinder that growth. But also the fact too, that like, you know, it, it sucks, but a lot of times those people who criticize you are going to come back around when you are successful because they are going to realize that like, again, that was just their own internal thoughts and feelings. And now they're more inspired than ever because they want to do the same thing especially with fitness and nutrition, what we see with coaches or, or sorry, with our, as coaches with our clients is again, they're coming off of these like whack ass diets, these things that are not sustainable. It's not a lifestyle. And it's easy for people to criticize because maybe they've done this before and they've dropped all this weight, not in a healthy way and a way too short period of time doing the craziest freaking things. And then they're like, Oh, this, you know, whatever that challenge is, is done. And I'm just going to go back to my regular lifestyle because they miss whatever they were doing because it's again, not sustainable. And they do gain that weight back. And then people are like, oh, like you gained all that weight back and more. And as coaches were like, it happens because you were so restrictive. You weren't eating enough. You were exercising like two times a day, every day, no rest days, whatever that looks like. And I think that's so discouraging for people because they're like, okay, I don't want to fall into that, but it's up to us as coaches to educate and be like, you have that vision of where you want to be. You can get there, but you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and risk it because we're going to ask you to do things that are totally different. Like all of my girls come to me over or under eating. And I'm like, I, I, I refuse to be that coach that says, let's just put you in a further deficit. All my girls come to me. We immediately go into a reverse diet. I'm like, just trust the process. I swear we are going to get you there. And I think as business owners too, we have to trust that process too, of we might start out mm -hmm. and we think we want to get to this milestone, but we have to make it smaller at first. We have to think backwards. We have to do the boring work. But then once we see those results pay off, we trust the process. We trust our mentors. We trust that community has our back. Then we're going to springboard to where we want to be, but you just have to be willing to take action. Yes, I a hundred percent agree. And honestly too, I, I would say that that's the reason why I've been able to get as far as I have at 22 was just from having the extra support and the mentors that was on top of just knowing my purpose, but going out and getting the support also saves you time in your journey too, as well, which you can never get back. And so for me, I've just been like, it saved me so much time. 
it has saved me a lot of money. Same thing for fitness, you know, think of how many (laughs) diets you went out and you have spent money on that haven't worked probably a lot. Um, And so just think of that. You can't get time back and you can't get that original money that you spent on the product back. So by having community, it saves you both of those things, which I would argue is two of the most valuable things that we have. Yep. I agree. Oh, well, I'm sure you and I could go on for hours. So I vote oh, yeah. back on the podcast. Let's see where everything's at, you know, several months from now. I'm sure, I mean, obviously 2022 is going to be a huge year. You have that energy. I just, I feel it in my freaking bones. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be great. And I think, um, yeah, I just, I love this. Um, so first off, thank you for your time, but where can we find yeah. you? Let everyone know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can just, um, follow me on Instagram. So it's just Alicia. So A L I C I A dot C I A K underscore fit. Um, and then I'm just Alicia Syak on Facebook. So feel free just to follow me on social media, friend me on Facebook. Uh, those are two primary things as well. And then you guys want to check out our podcast as well. We actually have one too. It's called the Fit Alpha Female Podcast. So that's on Apple, Spotify. So feel free to look that up too as well. And yeah, overall, just thank you so much for letting me come on the show here. It's been awesome chatting with you. And I'm hoping to see you in Arizona for yeah. the next event too. Oh yeah, <laughs> non-negotiables, non-negotiables. Jason, if you are listening, Frankie, all of you, we're going to make this happen. This event is going to be insane. And I'm just really looking forward to it, but awesome. Well, everyone, uh, hope you enjoyed this today. Like I said, go follow Alicia on all the things. Uh, we'll have her back on, you know, a couple months from now and see what's up, but hopefully you guys are able to take a lot away from this today. I think it was really impactful and powerful and we'll see you all next time. Peace out.